following contains coarse language and mature subject matter. Viewer discretion is advised. Cause baby, now we got dad bods. You know we used to feel like slobs. But take a look what I've got. These ladies all about dad bods. On the coast of Southern California, you can only surf. Party. And make love for so long before it's time to go to work. Rock and roll. 27 banks in three years. Anything to catch the perfect wave. I'm not a Patrick Swayze. Fear causes hesitation. And hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. Keanu Reeves. You think I joined the FBI to learn to surf? Point break. Adios, amigo! That's Bodhi. They call him the Bodhisattva. He's a modern savage. He's a real searcher. What's he searching for? The ride. The ultimate ride. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm not here to waste your time. The long-awaited Dad Pod Movie Pod. Point Break. Long-awaited. Classic. So, we're back here with episode 10. Coming back with the 1991 Catherine Bigelow film, Point Break. Um, 122 minutes long. Probably just a hair long. Damn. It doesn't really it, well, it doesn't really lull or dip in places, but when yeah, you, there's no. But it's when pretty you, steady. When you think about it, though, two hours for this film seems a bit long. You probably usually for an action flick, you're like you want to get right into it, like hour third, hour and a half, hour forty. I uh, when I watched it the other day, um, I don't think you get into the bank robbery stuff till half hour mark. Yeah, probably because well, you got to get the backstory of Utah and yeah. Pappas, yeah. And so, like I said, this is directed by Catherine Bigelow. Um, it was made for twenty four million. It grossed eighty three plus million worldwide. Um, a little bit about the what this film is about. It's about uh, Johnny Utah. Keanu Reeves is a Quantico Blue Flame special, as he's called. Um, he's number one in his class. He's coming out to L A to do bank robbery investigations for the FBI. And who gets to mentor him? None other than. Gary Busey. Angelo Pappas. Pappas. Yeah. And we meet Angelo diving for bricks on the bottom of the pool. <laughs> uh, and so they are after, we, we are told by Harp, who he reports to, John McGinley. Uh, Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox from Scrubs, yep. That uh, this is the bank, LA is the bank robbery capital of the world. Uh, and that they're tracking down one particular group of guys there's four of them the dead presidents they all wear masks of presidents ironically that aren't all dead at that point no uh and i think the dead presidents is a reference because of the bills yeah. but um so they've robbed 27 banks in three years and angelo pappas gary Busey, has the theory that they're surfers but nobody believes him. Yeah, yeah, they all think he's crazy. And um, he he comes up with all these reasons. He's like, well, he said one of the times the guard grabbed the dude's ponytail and they like did a trace analysis on it and there was sand in it. 
and they uh, surfboard wax. Well, yeah, he's, yeah, well, he scuffed the counter yes, with his yes. shoe going over, and it had the wax on it, the Mister Zog's sex wax, mm-hmm. which is used for uh, the surfers to put on their boards so they have traction. And then, if you look at the the robberies that they could confirm for them, it was during the the summer months, the peak so, season, perf- peak surfing season. And so they come up with the the theory that they're robbing the banks to fund their endless summer. They're traveling on the money. Traveling on the money, yeah. going where the waves go. Yeah. You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. So the first time that I saw this film, um, I'm I know where I saw it. The year's a little fuzzy. I would say ninety seven, ninety eight. I was the little tag along brother. You were at Matt Youngren's house, <laughs> and I'm not sure if he had it on on VHS or if it was on TV. But that was the first time I saw it. That's the first time that I can remember seeing it. And then uh, when we moved into town and we had the the free the free cable movie channels, uh, this was on often, and it really sucked me in. Honestly, I don't, I couldn't tell you a year, but just like a lot of all the other movies, it had to be the Saturday Sunday movie special, like on Fox or like on 15. Fox. But yeah, it had to have been. Cause, I mean, that's all. It was one of the five channels, you know, that we got, so right. I couldn't tell you. I mean, I was young. I want to say, like, we lived out at Swanson's. I was young. Could have been. This is a movie that I think I keep coming back to because it it doesn't really totally have a genre. It kind of splits. It's like an action movie with a bank robbery movie. Um, I never came to it for the That's love. A, it's action. I, well, but, it's action. But bank robbery movie, I don't know. It has like its own niche. And so I don't know. And then there's like the sports aspect of it with the surfing and the skydiving. Johnny Utah. Saying fo- the beach football. Yeah. Uh, and there's even the love story aspect of it with between uh, Johnny Utah and, and Tyler. Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Yep. And so I don't know. It's just got a little bit of everything. And it's, it's interesting to to see all the different people that come to it and why they come back to it. That was the best acting I've ever seen in my whole life. You've seen it, so we're going to go our favorite scenes in the movie. I've got two or three here, a uh, little snippet. Uh, Utah and Pappas, they're casing a bank, you know, just waiting for something to happen. And Pappas is, you know, typical Gary Busey, just rattling off in the mouth. He's like, I'm so hungry I could eat the ass out of a rhino. And he's like, you know what? There's a place right around the corner that has the best meatball sandwiches you've ever had in your life. And he's like, he's like, sure could it, and uh, sure could use a meatball sandwich. And he finally talks Utah. Yeah, because Keanu's like, it's ten o'clock in the yeah. morning. He finally talks Utah into going and getting one, and he's in typical Busey fashion. It's it burned into my mind. It's like he's like, Utah, give me two. He leans two. out. Yeah, he leans give me out two. the window. Yeah, that one sticks in my head just because it's funny. Well, I in their in their case in that bank too, because. Uh, Keanu has has kind of stumbled onto maybe these are the guys that they're looking for, mm-hmm. and he because the day before he they went uh, two of the guys from the gang went into this bank and they were they casing were, it yeah. yeah they didn't make it open a counter any transactions or anything they were just there casing the joint right uh, another one is uh, once the uh, piggybacks right off of that it's the chase scene uh, the the surfers Swayze and his boys uh, and his brother. They hit the bank, uh, Pappas and Utah chase them down. They they both wreck their cars. You know, they light one of the cars on fire. Sorry. Pappas totals his, so Utah goes on, and he's chasing Bodie on foot. And they're cutting through all the backyards. And it was like, at one point, it was like, 
they stop and they turn around and uh, Bodie throws a pit bull at Special Agent Utah. And it was just because they're cutting through houses and jumping through backyards. And then they go, the scene ends they in a... It's like a huge, like, drainage, yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like the, the like thing from Terminator, Terminator 2. 2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was weird. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> like, I knew exactly where you yeah, were going. It looks that. exactly like it. Yeah, it's like a drainage <laughs> ditch almost. Yeah. And Utah jumps down, blows out his knee, and he's got Bodie dead to rights. Can't shoot him. Bodie gets <clears throat> Bodie gets away. Utah just fires his gun in the air. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, my last one is the very ending uh, spoiler it, alert. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, the very end of the movie where Utah finally catches up with Bodie. Uh, he's on the beach. It's the 50-year storm. and he's Bells he's, Beach, Australia. Bells Beach, Australia. Yeah. Uh, death on a stick out there today, mate. Yeah. Uh, can't he? Uh, nobody's going out to surf. Bodie's waiting on his set. Uh, and then Utah and Bodie have this great back and forth about... Uh, uh, Found Rosie in Mexico. He picked a knife fight with somebody better or an unclaimed piece of meat in Mexico. Missed you by a week yeah. in Baja. Missed you by a week in Baja. Uh, or, or missed you by a week in Fiji. Yeah, something like he's that. He's naming off all these places he's been tracking. He's like, I knew you wouldn't miss the 50 year storm though. And then they have this great back and forth. It's like, and then they end up fighting and Utah gets cuffs on him and it's, you know, I can't handle a cage, man. I told them you'd go peacefully, you know. <laughs> uh, and he ends up. Spoiler alert! He's like he ends up letting Bodie go, paddles out. You know, you, you well because there's that moment. So uh, to backtrack just a little bit, there's that moment that Keanu Reeves has, t- has really taken to surfing, yeah. really taken to it. And, and Bodie Bodhisattva, the the enlightened one, is is what that's short for. Um, he is he's like a uh, one with nature kind of thing. I don't know. He's he's very spiritual, I guess. Not real sure how to totally explain that. But anyway, uh, Johnny has gotten really into the surfing, and and Bodie's like, just let me get one wave, one yeah. wave, man. And he's like, and then you can take me back. He's like, there's cliffs on both sides. I'm not going to paddle yeah. to New Zealand. And he goes out there, and I mean, the, they, they talk about the 50-year storm, and these waves are... Like skyscrapers. 100 yeah. feet, maybe. And and it's he you see him paddle out there, and it's it's kind of sad because... You know he's not coming back. Well, well, well that's that's what the he, cops say. He too, doesn't yeah. get up on the board. That I think I think it was cool that he got to get out there, but like he never stands up on the board, and it just kind of eats him. And uh, yeah, the cops are like, "You let him go," no, he's like, and he's, he's like, he's "We'll not, get it, we'll get it when he comes back in." He's not coming back. And then we have him throw his badge in the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my favorite scene, uh, like Levi said, the, the chase scene on foot between Bodie and Keanu Reeves. Uh, Johnny Utah, it's really it's really cool because um, this is gonna get a little nerdy here. They used something called a pogo cam on that. So what they did was those two actors were chasing each other, and the cameraman had this camera strapped to him, and this camera weighs something like sixty five or eighty pounds somewhere in there, and he had to run behind those guys. And this this pogo cam is kind of like what they used in John Carpenter's Halloween where they were moving around the house and it just keeps it steady. It's almost like a, a man steady cam instead of putting something on your shoulder or oh, on a track. Bouncing, yeah. Right. And so when they're hopping the fence and everything, this dude can run behind him. It had to be somebody who's in pretty good shape, obviously. He could run behind him and hop over all those fences and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool because they're ducking and dodging out of houses. He's 
he uh Bodie goes in the house, he closes the sliding glass door, Johnny breaks it. It's easy, yeah, just runs through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're dodging cars and stuff like that. It's a it's a really good scene. And also in that scene you get that moment where so like Levi said, um they fall down in that drainage ditch and Johnny sees Bodie. Bodie sees Johnny. They know and, they see each and, other too. And now yeah. and now they know you're my guy and you're the guy who's been chasing me. So Well Swayze had no I think Swayze had figured it out before that point too. He knew. Yeah, probably. But that was the moment where if you hadn't as an audience, everybody's yeah. now there. Yeah. We're all there now. Um my the other scene that I like is the first skydiving scene. Um they come to Utah's house and him and Lori Petty are there and he's like This is what he does. He's like you he's yeah. like, I've never done this before or whatever and uh he's like, You're gonna love it, you're gonna love it. And he's like, this is fucking crazy, man. This is crazy. In true Keanu fashion, he sounds like he's high as hell. And they jump out and they do that thing where they all come together. Yeah. And then circle, the ultimate yeah. bro moment where they all break off, but Bodie and, and Johnny Utah hold hands Yeah, while skydiving. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that moment is, I really like that scene too. It just kind of goes to show. And and something off of that too, they said that um, that Patrick Swayze was a... Uh, a big skydiver and he kept skydiving and skydiving and they had to the studio had to give him like a cease and desist because their insurance wouldn't support it and they're like if you if something happens while you're doing that and we can't finish this movie like we're fucked yeah and so he actually continued doing it he would sneak off to do it um when when he wasn't on set even though they did the cease and desist order so just kind of another legend to the the swayze badassery there Winners win and losers lose. Alright, winners and losers. So winners for this movie. Um I got there's a couple. Um on my couple. winners and losers, yeah, in my winners and losers, for some reason okay, so there's like there's always like the obvious ones. Um I for some reason tend to dive a little deeper on the winners and it's losers. A deep cut. Uh, sometimes, yeah, it is. The the like the obvious winner to me is Keanu Reeves because He's coming off of, I think, does Speed come first or Speed come right after? I think Speed comes right after this. I think Speed was after. And so this is the moment. Like, they took a big swing on him in this movie because he was a kind of a relative unknown at this point. Not only as a lead actor, but as an action star. Um, obviously, Bill and Ted was before this, but... There wasn't really action. Yeah. Well, and, and, like, if you're looking at the acting chops for Bill and Ted, you're not... You're like this, there's something wrong with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> he played hockey. He took too many pucks to the forehead yeah. or something. So um, I think that's a big that's a big win for him, and it and it kind of it kind of uh, does a thing for him there in Hollywood. He takes speed, and then uh, eventually, obviously, he gets like the Matrix. And there's a and ton he, of movies. And he ends up being Baba Yaga. And there's a ton, yeah, there's a ton of movies in there too. So, but my the actual winner. So that that was the obvious one. The other one that I really like is Catherine Bigelow. She's the director. Um, for those of you who don't know anything about Catherine Bigelow, she was married to James Cameron for like two years and then... Um, Stole all of his secrets and left him. Maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> so before this, her first big movie that she made is Near Dark. If you haven't seen Near Dark, check it out. It's like a Western vampire flick. Good flick. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton is in it and Lance Henriksen. Um, it's pretty good. And that was 87. And then she makes Blue Steel with Jamie Lee Curtis in uh 1990 um so that was kind of like her and that's mgm so that's like her first hot her studio debut and then she gets this one which is like uh a violent 
action flick. Um, you know, there's a lot of those times where she's been criticized in movies for her violence because she did this, and then she turns around and she did uh, The Hurt Locker, which won her an Oscar, and she also did Zero Dark Thirty. Um, and so, I don't know. It does a lot, like, if we're talking about, like, the gender equality, it's a woman director and, and a woman director proving that she can come out and make a badass action movie just as good as any other dude out yeah. there. So, uh, that's that's my winner. Levi, what do you got? I, same as you. I went. I didn't go near as deep as you did. Sorry. Uh, my The winner in this movie is Utah. I mean, he tracks down Bodie, gets his guy at the end, ends up with Tyler. I mean, he's... He, he, at the end of the day, he's your all, he's your all American good kid. Gets the bad guy. He's, well, he decision. is literally your all American good kid because remember yeah. he's uh, a tall, handsome white guy from Utah who yeah. played who played quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, and then he goes graduates Quantico as number one in the class, and he's like this awesome rookie special agent. I do like the moment though. You talk about it like he gets the bad guy. There's a moment when they do the last guy dive when he's like. You're not going to get your man this time. It's like acid acid in your mouth. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. No, he's not going to do it. So um, for losers, this one pains me to say. I don't even like it coming out of my mouth. I'm going to go Swayze and hear me out. Wrong. It's it's blasphemous. I don't feel good about it. But if you look at Swayze, not in this movie. He's excellent in this movie. But after this, I actually think this might be Swayze's best role. I I mean it it really might be. You ever seen Ghost? <laughs> I was thought maybe you were gonna go with with Roadhouse we there. We're gonna go the obvious. But uh, or even Dirty Dancing. Yeah, it's dancing. It's it dirty. dirty. Uh, so after this, Swayze, this is like the last commercial success that he has. Like after this, he gets City of Joy, Fatherhood. He he does have Two Wong Fu in '95, which is kind of a resurgence. But it's not your traditional Swayze role, like yeah. not what we're accustomed. That's not to say he wasn't good in it, but it's not what we were, what we as a, a popcorn audience wanted out of Swayze. Um, you get like Black Dog, Letters from the Killer, Donnie Darko. He shows up in that one, but his role is pretty, pretty small, and pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, and then he just kind of falls off the face of the earth, and that's that's why I have the loser. Not not because of his performance, but like after this movie, it just felt like. He just disappeared. So you're going pretty deep on your winners and losers. I just stayed to the film. You stayed to the character. That's I stayed right. to the That's characters. Right. Uh, my loser, obviously, and Scary Busey, it's Pappas. 20 plus years in the line of duty, and then he gets shot in the back by a road. 22 yeah. years, yeah. Yeah, that's the, you know, the the, the fucked that, up. That pissed me off. The fucked up thing about it is. Pappas he, deserve better. I'm going to make that. <laughs> that needs to be a shirt. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> patenting that right now. Pappas deserved better. He well, you think about it too. Like he had the theory about them being surfers. He mm-hmm. was right. He knew who it was. He's like you're getting too close to these guys. That's why he didn't pull the trigger mm-hmm. because you're getting too close. And then when they go little, to the airport, when they go to the airport, he's like, I don't <laughs> think. Let's, he's like, we can't. We uh, we, we can't time. arrest them, and you can't shoot them. He's like, what? Yeah. He's like, are you serious? And then he ends up getting shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not a good day for Busey. Yeah, it was Busey, and then I had the rest of Bodie's gang. Uh, which is uh, Roach, Gromit, and Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Was Nathaniel? Which one was his brother? His brother was one and of them. And see, I don't know. There's a weird thing, because he says brother. I don't know if he actually means blood brother, or if it's just because they're so close. But uh, Gromit and Nathaniel are actually pro surfers. So that I think some of that, the scenes that they're shooting, like 
when you're seeing these guys, you're like, damn, these dudes can really surf. Well, two of them were actually pro surfers, so. Yeah, those were my losers. The Bodies gang did him dirty. Got greedy. Went to the vault. Can't they did go to the vault, but he wanted to go. Why are we going to the vault? We never go to the vault. Yeah. You're wasting, what does it say? You're Waste. breaking your own rules. You're burning too much time. It's a phrase. I don't think so. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. Yeah, it definitely is. Really? Yeah, it's from a movie. Quote and quotables. I'm going to kick this one off. The first one goes uh, from Agent Utah at the end of the film. It's like, it's the classic. Everybody, you think a point break? Me and Seth, we do. We quote this literally probably three, uh, t- three times a day this, at work. I've heard this out of Levy's mouth 11,714 <laughs> times. You got to go down. Cross the line. People, people trusted you and they died. You gotta go down, Bodie. Yeah, it went real bad. You gotta go down. <laughs> that's all that's, yeah. <laughs> that's all Swayze says. Oh so, yeah, it went bad, didn't it? Yeah, it went yeah. real bad. Uh and the other one is when uh Utah is introduced to Pappas when he's at the pool. And I've got this. He's like, I've been in the field for twenty year twenty two years, fired my piece over nineteen times in the line of duty. I have no idea what a blind man has to do with fetching <laughs> fetching a brick off the bottom of the pool has to be has to do with being a special agent. I've been, uh, and to top it off, I've been saddled with some Quantico cat, some QB punk, Johnny Unitas or something. And the, uh, some other guy's like, Angie, here's your guy. And he pulls his blindfold up and <laughs> Pappas goes, uh, Pappas. Pappas, Angelo Pappas. And Utah's like, punk, QB punk. Yeah. And he's like, welcome to SeaWorld, kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, yeah, and he yeah. jumps in there. Is that all you got? That's what, that's, those were that's the only it. All right. Well, there's, there's a ton of really good ones in here. Um, there's also some really bad ones. Do you want me to do, uh, John, to- Johnny Utah, Keanu, Via Con Diaz. Via Con Diaz. Yeah, that's so, so bad. You didn't even put Utah Get Me Too. I mean, you said it earlier. I said but it, yeah, yeah. You said it earlier, but Utah Get Me Too. So I, I, there's, you cannot, you can't do the quotes this movie without throwing out some of the ones from Bodie. So fear causes hesitation and hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. That's a good one. If you want the ultimate, you got to be willing to pay the ultimate price. That's it's not he, tragic to do to die doing what you love. That's why he's the enlightened one. Oh, and we got to have harp. Uh, you're a real blue flame special, aren't you? Young, dumb, and full of cum. I know. I I know. What I don't know is how you got assigned here. Guess we must have an asshole shortage, huh? And we get Keanu. Not so far. <laughs> uh, and then there's uh take, take the skin off my chicken. Yeah, right. I love he's like things. he grabs a donut. Yeah, and then uh, it's basic dog psychology. If you get them scared and peeing down their leg, they submit. If you protect, if you project weak, weakness, that promotes violence, and that's how people get hurt. So those are some really good ones. I mean, there's there's a lot. Like Bodhi, obviously he's he's being portrayed as the enlightened one, so he gets a lot of philosophy. And a lot of... Wait, some kind of philosophizer? Some kind of philosophizer. He gets a, a lot of different quotes in this movie. They're like, it's a great, it's a great fucking quote. Exactly. It looks, and then you're, like, it you're like, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. It's literally, this movie is like, dude, shit. It's like, there's a group of us, like, every time we talk, like, somehow or another, it is getting worked in. Like, there would be an opening, and it's like, boom, got it. Yes. Got it. Found it. Hey, you're a real blue flame special, aren't you, son? Young, dumb, and full of calm. I don't know. I guess we just must have ourselves an asshole shortage, huh? Not so far. You want the ultimate, 
gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. It's time for lunch. Angelo, it's 10.30. Right around that corner, there is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Come on, partner. Thank you. Utah, give me two. See, it's basic dog psychology. If you scare them and get them peeing down their leg, they submit. Yet if you project weakness, you draw aggression, that's how people get hurt. You see, fear causes hesitation. And hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. You gotta go down. You cross the line and people trust you and they die. Yeah, it went bad. If I'm doing a fake movie, it's gonna be a fake hit. Recasting Point Break 2020 as if we're shooting it today. Instead of that 2015 piece of garbage. Ugh, God help us. So we're well, going to... Did Shane Black direct that piece of <laughs> shit too? I think he was uh, executive he... producer. Yeah. He was, it was a think tank piece, I think. Yeah, I think. Um, so we're just going to volley back and forth. We're going to start with our Johnny Utahs. Uh, I went with Michael B. Jordan. Uh, and the reason I did is because in the film, Keanu Reeves is like an ex-college quarterback. Michael B. Jordan was on Friday Night Lights, the television show. where was he, was, he? Where he was the quarterback. Yeah, later he comes when when the coach goes to the shitty school across town. He's the quarterback, and at the end, he ends up like going to Texas to play quarterback. And also, he's kind of he's pretty fit. I mean, yeah. you saw him in Black Panther and shit. He could kind of be a badass. So that was my pick. What do you got for Johnny Utah? I went. Uh, I was like, I was. I see a young Keanu, and I was like, and I tried to. Uh, I went Zac Efron. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. He's like he's got the look. He's he's a surfer dude. He could be a surfer guy. And he, see, and he seems <laughs> and he seems with, like he could be that asshole graduating first out of Quantico. I was going to say either knowingly or unknowingly, he seems kind of empty headed. Like yeah, no. like, he could. It's like he's got that face. You want to punch him? <laughs> the girls want to love with, him. I got nothing against Zach Efron. I like him. I like I like the work he does. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, so Bodie. So. I went with Jared Leto. The reason I That's picked like Jared, such a good one. The reason I picked Jared Leto is because he's he's kind of like he's got like the the Buddhist mentality about like how the world and nature is greater than you as a single Leto person. Leto didn't even know the coronavirus was going on. <laughs> he was in the desert. He was in the desert for two weeks. He came back and was like, "What the fuck? What is happening?" The only the only hard part is. He might be ageless, probably because he doesn't eat anything that drinks water or what fucking eating. You can't even eat a cactus because it has water in it. But he's like 50. He's in his 50s. He looks like he's like 33. He looks younger than I do. So something's wrong with that. You've aged horribly. Thank you. Thank you. So you're Bodie. What do you got? I went with Bodie. I went with, it's obvious, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth, he's got to play Bodie. You got that accent. You got... Think of a give him some Thor hair. Well, I mean, in the Avengers movie, Downey Jr. calls him fucking Point Break. <laughs> yeah, the Point whole time. Break. Yeah, yeah. Nice swing, Point Break. Yeah. yeah, he calls him Point Break. Oh, I, I, that is the really obvious choice. And obviously, if if it's a if we're making like a a blockbuster and it, you're getting your hundred million dollars, yeah, he's he's probably taking that role. Yeah, really easy. Uh, the next one was Tyler, who's the Lori Petty's character. That uh, I went with Miley Cyrus. She's got that short haircut. She's a little crazy. Annoying. But yeah. And she's even like stature wise. This is weird. 
She's gonna, th- she's gonna go work at SeaWorld after this. <laughs> she's like the same. That's a Free Willy reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she is like the same height, and I think they're even the same age. I looked that up maybe oh, when I was looking okay, at this, yeah. and that's where I was like, "Oh, that would be a really good one." And she looks like she could. I don't know that she surfs, but she looks like she can maybe hold her own on the waves a little bit. I'll give you that. Uh, for my Tyler, I went with Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay, yeah. Uh, she plays Hit Girl yeah. uh, in Kick-Ass. Uh, what else is she? She's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, she was in uh, Dark Shadows. Um, yes. She was in uh, the movie Greta. That's a, like a low-budget horror film that came out not too long ago. Um, and she, oh, she was in the remake of Carrie. She was yes. she was Carrie in the remake of Carrie. I said she's in a ton of stuff, and I just I was thinking of trying to be about close to that age range, and I was like, well, and you kind of want someone that looks a little bit sportier too. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's kind of tomboyish. Well, it's like well, after watching her in Kick Ass, I was right. like, I was like, okay, I can see this now. I can I can see her hopping on a surfboard and doing this. Now. Right. Uh, last one is Pappas. So I have written down here uh, Downey Jr. I think he's too big for this role. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to switch it up and I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go Benicio del Toro. And the reason I'm going to choose that is because he's got, okay. So obviously Busey's got enough crazy to go around for everybody. This is post motorcycle accident. I like Benicio though, but, but he also like, like even in the star Wars movie that he was in, he does like that. Yeah. That weird. He's got like, he's kind of quirky, but he's also like, he's been in enough of the, of the action movies or even thriller movies where he he can kind of bring that badass vibe to it like in the um oh what are the movies uh um like the soldado yeah sicario yeah sicario the sicario films and that's where i'm like i think he would be really good and and him and michael b might kind of play off one another too i could see downey would have been a good one uh i think he would have done it just for the back and forth just the back yes downey jr you're gonna get that quick you're gonna get the back and forth I went to I I tried to mag, max or uh, match uh, Gary Busey's crazy. I went with Joaquin Phoenix. Yo, it's okay. That's so funny that you should say that because I was on that one too. I was like, dude, Joaquin Phoenix is like, pretty Wa- crazy. Joaquin would would play a great. And you think of that badass. movie? What was the one? Was it li- um, not Live by Night? You were night? never here. Or... No, um, the one that he was in with Wahlberg. With Wahlberg yeah. and um, Duvall's the dad. Yeah, he's uh. Wahlberg and Duvall are the police, uh, like police chief, and he's like a captain. Yeah, and Joaquin's like the 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 fuck up brother. Well, he's like a he's like a part of a drug uh, kingpin or cartel or something like that. He's he's other, complete other side of the tracks uh, compared to them. Yeah, and I can't. I'm I'm blanking on what the movie's called. Eva but... Mendez is in yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's something night. Yeah. Uh, can't can't come up with it yeah. though. But that's all we recast for this one. Um. It, those are those. Those are the central characters in the in the the movie. The only other one that you would maybe um, recast. I kind of thought about this. I go, do you recast the whole surfing gang? Honestly, I think what you do in those spots is you get real surfers. The, yeah. the sport of surfing has come a long way, and you could get some of those like Kalani Rob. That's a he's a Hawaiian dude, and he was in uh, Frigging Sir Marshall. He's the dude who who punches Jason Segel in the face on the beach. You can get guys like that to be in the the surfing gang, and the surfing scenes would look really good. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Plot holes. I'm gonna take this one. I got one big one. It's the glaring one to me. Even in '91, when this was made, so you're trying to tell me this group of sur- this group of surfers 
have knocked off like 27 banks or whatever. 27 banks in three years. In three years. They're traveling the world on the money. They always come back to the same area. Stealing and robbing as they go. There's an obvious pattern and there's no way they had been caught yet. There's no way. Even 30 years ago. There's no way. That's my that's my major gripe. I was like, these guys would have hit like two, three banks tops. It's weird that you say that though, because when I so when I worked at a bank, I remember one day we got this phone call to the branch. This dude was coming down the interstate and he hit three banks in one day and he was headed our way. And they're like they're like, This this be on the lookout for this guy. He's wearing a ball cap and, and black leather gloves and I was like this is, like, straight out of a fucking movie. Like, he's hitting three banks in one day. This dude's, like, going for broke. He's all out. Gonna go. Go big, yeah. Uh, pr- prison's prison. <laughs> <laughs> prison's prison. Once you do it once. Uh, the the one... I kind of got one similar. So, as I love the, the dead presence. I love the masks. But I think they need to take a, a page from the town. And they need to switch their masks every time they rob it. Because now you can pin all 27 bank robberies like... That's those fucking guys who wear the president's masks again. You're like, damn it, not them again. Like, you know, in the town, like, every time they hit up a bank, they're wearing a different mask. Like, I don't know. You can pin it all on them. And then the other one I got, this one's kind of weird, but in the very end, Lori Petty still loves Keanu. Got her fucking kidnapped and almost killed. She still loves him. Josie, man. Still loves him. I mean, Keanu's sexy, man. That's sexy. Not not to get killed over. And this was pre-Matrix sexy, yeah. (laughs) He brought sexy back. (laughs) Because a remake is like a reboot where the studio doesn't care how the audience feels about the original movie, so they just keep the title, fuck up everything else, and ruin both flicks in the process. All right, new category here that is going to replace the retitle me. We're going to go reboot it, sequel it, or remake it, where Levy or I have to pick whether we're going to reboot it, sequel it, or remake it. And we basically do like a small elevator pitch, uh, just a couple of minutes of, of what you would do if you were going to write and direct, blah, blah, blah. So obviously you can't sequel it because Bodie's well, the character Bodie dies at the end. Well, at his, least, whole, his, whole, his whole gang's gone. Well, at least we're... we're I mean, that's not confirmed, but he does have, like, a 100-foot wave that crashes down on him. And Your we only two survivors are Utah and Tyler. And we don't really see him. And also, Patrick Swayze is gone now. So, uh, And they already tried to reboot it in 2015. And it was fuck awful. Well, the weird part was, okay, obviously with the reboot, you keep, like, the core ideas, but you cha- there's things that you change about it. You basically don't have to stay with the difference between a reboot and a remake. A remake is we're just updating the same movie with the same premise, and a, a reboot is where we're we're keeping like characters and maybe a few core pieces, but we're making significant changes. The changes that they made were like the eight ordeals to honor the extreme forces of the earth, and he had to get all eight of them. So uh, it was pretty much that was garbage. It was really bad. It was trash. And I felt bad because is it uh, is it Edgar Edgar Martinez uh, R- Ramirez Ramirez. Or- uh, he actually didn't think he did a terrible job as, as Bodie. I mean, I like no, nobody, nobody can fill Swayze's shoes, especially in the role of Bodie. But, um, so I would straight remake it and I would just, I'm going to remake it with my cast that I picked in my, in my recast. You just stood. I was like, I'm going to remake it and I'm going to do it right. You're this gonna, time. Yeah. And we're going to, and we're just going to update it. So, um, 
I mean, the 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 difference is. I'm gonna need two hundred million to remake this. <laughs> I'm gonna need Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Wow. Wow. And I'm gonna need two hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But we're gonna remake this thing, and it's gonna look good. And it's and the people who love the original are are gonna love it. So. Yeah. Well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. This movie was rated a 7.3 out of 10. It is criminally underrated. Criminally? Criminally. Now, are you that that rating, are you saying it's underrated by that? Or are you just saying like... This movie's you, a 9.5. Are you just, are you just saying when you talk to people and you're like... There is... Out of the people I know, which granted that is not many. Friend circle. <laughs> my friend circle limited. is not very big. But the people I do know, it's like, if you talk movies with these people, everybody knows Point Break. Everybody has seen Point Break. It is an absolute classic. When you talk about like movies, like especially our generation, like if you talk to people our age... Movies that they came up, like, growing up watching, and you're just like, like, give me a list of five movies that you could watch every weekend for the rest of your life. Like, this well, movie, I, this I movie is going to show up time and time again. I pretty much already do watch it every weekend because it's on TV, like, exactly. three, it's one, it's, three times a week. It's like we've said a hundred times before. This is one of those movies, if you're flipping through channels and you see Point Break is on... You are not going anywhere for however much long there long is left actually, in that movie. Actually, Snapchat levy every time it's on, which <laughs> we, we both do, <laughs> which is often. I'm this, like, that damn it, this, they got me again. Like, Son of a bitch! There's like, there's only 20 minutes in. The next two hours is shot, and it's like I'm mad at the time, but after it's over, I'm just like, ah, that was awesome. So underrated, overrated, properly rated. You know what? I, I actually put. I'm biased because this is my second favorite movie of all time. Second favorite movie of all time. So there's, I, I said it's probably overrated. Not my feelings, but how somebody else looks at it. Well, this, they're wrong and they need to be told that to their face. <laughs> but this is also one of those movies and you, I, I think you would agree. And maybe if you don't agree, you can at least see where I'm coming from. Or we talk about the good, bad movies because yeah. there's, <laughs> yeah. because this is a good movie. There are, Bad actor. Many a flaw in it, and most of that comes from Keanu's, not so much his acting as his delivery. Whoa. <laughs> and so, uh, but the hard part is, like, Swayze is going for, he's he's swinging for the fence, and he, na- and he fucking nails this thing. He Barry Bonds is a shit into the bay. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no, this, I mean, you got Ghost, you got Dirty Dancing, you got Roadhouse. This movie just... In total completeness is, I, I don't know. I feel it's it's one of his best performances. Yeah, it yes. I well I because agree. he gives you that range of like, he's intelligent, he's sympathetic, he's angry, he's dangerous. You get all of it. You get all of it all the way around. All for the price of a movie ticket. All, <laughs> all for the price of a movie ticket. Man, how we we missed the movie tickets. Yes, coming back soon. Hope, um, but I, that's. I think that it's it's probably in the eyes of everybody else it's overrated and they're like we suck they're wrong they're wrong. Man, you're bringing some heat out there. Throwing heat, somebody who just comes out of nowhere, uh, maybe who doesn't have a lot of screen time, can't have a lot of screen time. It doesn't matter. Somebody who just comes in here is throwing throwing gas from the get go. Uh, I got two. One of them is John C. McGinley as Harp. Uh, he every second that that dude is on screen, he is like. I'm fucking winning this Oscar. 
intense and, and in your and face. And someday they're going to put me on scrubs. <laughs> Even though it's not a thing, they're going to put me on scrubs. Uh, the other one that I had was uh, James LaGrosse, who plays Roach. Um, I just think of the moment where he's in the airplane at the end, and he's been shot, and he's like, I'm cold, man, I'm cold. And he's like, he's like, it's because all the blood's leaving your body, Roach. You're going to be dead yeah, soon. Yeah, he's like, gonna die he's soon. like, what the fuck are you looking at? You know, he has that snap and before, he, and then they throw him out of the plate, and he does the, wow! Yeah. Yeah, Those are, so those are the two that I have for throwing heat. Levy, what are you thinking for throwing heat? I did, well, I got to, it's hard to say. I, did, I, I chose Swayze. Okay. It's like like you said before, Swayze in this film gives you everything. He's, I mean, like you said, he's swinging for the fences. He's not holding anything back, and he's just straight. But it's you, a fastball down the middle, though. I mean, he yeah. crushes this thing. There's no point in time where you look at Bodie and you're like, I just don't buy it. No, he's, he's very believable. Very believable. But I think there's a lot of Swayze in, in that Bodie role. Um, if you... There's a there's a really good documentary called I was I am or I was Swayze. It was on the Spike channel before Spike wasn't a thing anymore. Um, now it's Paramount. Um, and if you and there's actually a really good book that he wrote too right before he passed away that he uh, this kind of was him. He he was very at peace with himself uh, and with nature, and he kind of. Uh, he kind of always viewed nature as a force that was greater than man and should be respected. So I think there is... Kind I don't, of a hippie. Well, but you, the part of this, though, is like, you know, when we talk about Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, he's not acting, he's just being Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I kind of wonder in this, is he being Bodie or is that just Swayze playing Swayze? I got one more, though, uh, throwing heat. He's in this movie for probably like 46 seconds. It's Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> it's the lead singer for We're the just Re- going to fuck yeah. you yeah. up. <laughs> he's the lead singer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers is in this movie. He's one of like the surfer punk Nazi he's with, guys. He's with Bunker and War Child. War Child, yes. He's, I, I don't think, think he's War Child, but he's no. With, his his name is just Tone. Tone in there that you go. movie. Yeah, there you go. And you know what's funny is if you look at some of the stuff on here. So they they have a fight there, and uh, he didn't show up to the choreography. So literally, the choreographer dude goes told Swayze he's like I don't give a shit hit him in the face and he hit him in the face and it was over like because he didn't show up for the choreography they're like we're gonna punch him in the face and he's gonna be done he won't have any more scenes so yeah that's kind of that's kind of fucked up but shows what happens when you don't do your homework kids I think I got it but just in case tell me the whole thing again I wasn't listening recap in this movie so Johnny Utah Angela Pappas they figure out that Swayze and his gang are the dead are the ex presidents not the dead presidents we've been saying dead presidents the whole time ex presidents dead presidents is another solid flick though check that yeah. one out dive into that another bank robbery movie by the way um they're the ex presidents they've been searching for Johnny Utah gets in a little too deep he gets a little too close they kidnap Lori Petty's character who Johnny has become attached to. And they're like, You're gonna help us get through this this one last robbery. Or she's dead. Or she's yeah. dead. Rosie's gonna kill her. Yeah. Yeah, Rosie's gonna kill her. And so in the process of that, uh Johnny Utah is forced to rob a bank with the gang. Uh, gets arrested. Gets arrested. Pappas kind of saves him. He's like, I know where they're going, but you can't shoot him and you can't arrest him. And he's and BC's like, What the hell are you talking about? He's like, to the airport, quick. So they get to the airport. 
And he's like, I'm unarmed, but you're not alone. Good guess, there's a gun on you right now. And he's, so they go through that whole rigmarole. There's a shootout. And all that's left after the shootout is Johnny's left, Roach, Roach is left, but he's been shot, and Bodie. And that's it. So they're flying. He dumps Roach out of the plane once they're low enough. Gotta stay off their screens, man, because they're flying below the radar. Uh, he dumps Roach with all the cash. Um, and then Bodie jumps out, but there's not a, there's not a parachute for Utah. Utah decides, fuck it. And he jumps out without a parachute after him. How did neither one of us have that as one of our the best scenes? I of thought you, that's where you were of going. Utah jumping out of the plane without a parachute and chacking him down. In cowboy boots. Yeah. Pull the shooter, we're both dead! You got me meat waffles! <laughs> this has some really good references. We already did Death on a Stick. We also have meat waffles. <laughs> uh, so, he tr- yeah, he like, he like missiles it uh, and catches up to Bodhi. And he's like, still got the gun. He's like, you better pull the shit. I'm going to blow you out. He's like, you got you to gotta drop the gun. Otherwise, what are you going to hold on with? And he's like, better make a decision, man. Five seconds. Right. And so he, he tosses, Johnny tosses the gun, pulls the parachute. They're really close to the ground. They land. Johnny her, fucks up his knee again. Uh, we found out earlier during the, the beach football scene, which neither one of us talked about somehow. Yeah. Fun either way. Yeah. Uh, um, and so he screws up his knee. And he's like, you're not going to get your man this time. It's like ass in your mouth, whatever. He walks away, and he's like, you got to let her go. You got your money. Let her go. So he lets Lori Petty go, and that's where we get back to to Levy, one of the scenes that he talked about where he catches up with Bodie at Bill's Beach. We don't know how much time has passed, five, three, five months. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't? I thought it flashed on the screen. I, I, I don't know. It just cuts. And um, he catches up to Bodie during the 50-year storm, which – Bodhi previously mentions the 50-year storm early in the movie. Early yeah. in the movie that he's tracking it and he's waiting for it. And and he talks about this is where the earth just shows us how small we really are. Mm-hmm. And and he gives him this whole speech. Um there's a they kind of have a, a tussle, a, a sexy wrestle in the water. Uh but Keanu <laughs> Keanu uh doesn't uh he he can't keep him cuffed. He's like, just let me go out and get one wave, man, one wave. There's you know there's cliffs on both sides. I can't paddle to New Zealand, so he lets him go. Bodie goes out, tries to get up on the wave. The the hundred foot wave crashes him like a, swallows him. Yeah, it looks like a skyscraper falling on top of him. And then um, uh, they have the the cops get him when he comes back in. He's let not coming back. Yeah. And then we get we get Johnny Utah. He throws his badge in the ocean. And then we have a rat song come on, but it's like we we're all waiting for round and round, and we get this terrible song by Rat that no one asked for. That was fun. <laughs> well, adios. Coming up next, we got a little dazed, a little confused. Be a lot cooler if you did. We got a little days of confused coming your way. Uh, this is Chase signing off. This is Levy. It was the last day of school. Uh, Miss Crawford, I was thinking that maybe you and I can get together over the summer. I mean, it'll be legal. I mean, can I... It was the first day of summer vacation. Do you guys know anything about a party here tonight? No, sir. Oh, a time they will never forget. There's a new fiesta in the making as we speak. I thought he was cute. Oh, that's just... We thought he was cute. Do you realize when he graduated, we were like three years old? 
if only they could remember it. Okay, so you're not going to go to law school? What do you want to do then? I want to dance. You going to be quarterback next year? I don't know, I might not even play. You're in need of a serious attitude adjustment, young man. Super dominant male in a 50s greaser uniform. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> the 50s were boring, the 60s rocked, the 70s, oh my God, they obviously suck. Dazed and confused. See it with a bud.